Teaching the simple present tense. Hi, I'm Eric and I created this video series on how I would teach grammar in my ESL classroom. Many new teachers don't know exactly how to teach in the classroom. So I made this series, this curriculum for A2 and B1 learners. You can find it in the description below with lesson plans, worksheets, and a video of me showing how I would teach that class. When you start your class, first you smile, greet your students, and then you explain what you're going to teach that day. Hello everyone, I'm Eric, and today we're going to focus on the simple present tense. The simple present tense is good grammar to start with. Most students will already be familiar with basic verbs, and now they can practice adding ES or S at the end if it's singular, and then also create questions and negatives. They also get to talk about daily activities, things that they do in routine and basic truths of the world. When you speak with your learners, you want to slow down, speak clearly and enunciate. That way students can understand you better. Even though many of them are already familiar with this grammar, it is good to practice and if it's your first lesson, it's a great way for them to introduce one another and to talk about themselves. Warm up. Why do you want your students to warm up? I tell them, guys, when you are preparing to play a sport or do exercise, what do you do? You have to stretch and warm up your muscles. The same when you teach a lesson. The students come in cold and they have to warm up their social and speaking muscles. If this is your first class, you want to get to know your students and they want to get to know one another. So what I do is I pair my students up and I tell them, guys, today I want you to interview your partner and then you will introduce them to class. This is great because it takes the pressure off of the student talking about themselves. Hi, my name is, my favorite, my hobby. If there is an extra student, I group them with another pair so that there are three. I usually pick a bright group or a group that looks like they get along. Everyone, you have five minutes I want you to interview your partner. You can ask them, when is their birthday? What is their favorite food, hobby, game? Who is their favorite celebrity? What music do they listen to? I write some examples on the board so that they can read it and they can refer back to it if they get stuck. I can also do some examples with the students. Hi, what's your hobby? My hobby is playing computer games. When do you usually eat lunch? I practice some of these examples with the students. Remember, you want to continually ask your students questions to keep them engaged. That way, they know they can slack off or play around. They have to focus in class because you might actually ask them a question. The students are paired up. They are interviewing each other, writing down the information, their names, their family, their hobbies their favorite color, you walk around and check in on your students. You can ask them some questions and see if they get it right. Warn them, ah, oh, there is only one minute left. You want them to know how much time is left so they can finish up. Once they are done, there might be too many students in class and that will take up too much time for them to introduce everyone. So I tell them, play rocks as a paper with your friend 
and the loser will introduce their partner. The students enjoy this because it's all up to fate. It is not you picking on them, it's fate that decides whether or not they have to introduce their partner. So once that's done, all the losers have to introduce their partner. And then what I also like to do is ask the winner a question. So once they finish introducing, Oh, so what, what did you learn about your friend? Tell me something interesting that you learned. You don't want anyone left out. You want to give each student the opportunity to speak up or give an answer. That way they feel included. And once again, there should be an expectation that the teacher will ask them a question and they will have to respond. You will teach the grammar. The simple present tense is used to describe actions and situations that are habitual, general truths, or facts that are true in the present. It is often used to talk about routines, schedules, and things that are generally true. It's a subject, the base form of the verb, or plus S or ES for third person singular. I like pizza, we like pizza, she likes pizza. I tell my students how important this grammar is because even advanced students still make the mistake of not adding S if it's singular. He go to school, she play, my friend work. So I tell my students, listen, this is very important. If you get this right, you will be better the 90% of other students. Whether that's true or not doesn't matter. It shows them that what you're teaching them is important. Usually when students make mistakes, I don't correct them immediately so that they grow in confidence and fluency. But with something important like adding the S, I correct them immediately. If a student says, she work, say works. With the simple present tense, let's do some examples. You want to give an example and then ask different students to give their own examples. Habitual actions. I walk to school every day. She brushes her teeth before bed. How often do you drink soda? I drink soda twice a day. And then you can also ask someone else. How often does he drink soda? He drinks soda and write it on the board so that the students understand. General truths or facts. The sun rises in the east, water boils at 100 degrees Celsius. What language do you speak? We speak Korean. What language does the student speak? She speaks Korean. Feelings and states. She feels tired after work. I believe in being honest. What food do you love? I love hamburgers. And I like to ask my students just to mix things up. What is your favorite hamburger? And they will say McDonald's or Burger King and you go through it. It's actually really exciting. I like to tease the students sometime, but you want to be sure that you use the right kind of humor with your students. You don't want to be mean or make them look bad. But if you're playful, that's okay. So I would ask, what burgers do you like? What's your favorite burger? If she says, I like McDonald's, I say, oh, we can be friends. If he says, I like Burger King, I say, oh, sorry, we can't be friends. Only McDonald's people, because I love McDonald's. Once that's done, you can do the activity to practice. The students can do it on their own, and then you check afterwards as a class, or you can just do it as a class together where everybody writes it in and you ask different students. What's number one? She goes to school by bus. You can write down some of the verbs if they are struggling. Questions. If you want to make yes or no questions with a simple present tense, if it's plural, they, we, the students, 
or you or I, then it gets do at the start. If it's singular, he, she, the dog, it gets does at the start. Do we walk to school? Does she play a musical instrument? Does he sing well? Remember to tell them that when you have a question or a negative, the base form of the verb is used. So you don't say, does she eat pizza? No, we say, does she eat pizza? Practice this with your students and we can do some examples. Write on the board, the dog barks and then ask a student, what is that question? Can you make a yes or no question? Does the dog bark? Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Do you like spicy food? Yes, I do. No, I don't. Does he like spicy food? Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. So practice this with your students and write some examples on the board. To ask yes or no questions, we only use do or does. Do you like bananas? Yes, I do. No, I don't. Does she have a dog? Yes, she does. No, she doesn't. Once again, there's an activity. You can do it together where you ask different students to give you a question. They play soccer in the park. Do they play soccer in the park? She likes to read mystery novels. Does she like to read mystery novels? Do you like to read books? Yes, I do. No, I don't. Does she like to read books? Yes, she does. To get more information from someone, you can ask better questions using the five W's and H. Who? Why, what, where, when, and how. You place it at the start and then you can ask for more information. I've also included some daily activities that you can use for the students if they don't know what questions to ask one another. If we look at the chart, the students can ask one another questions. They pick one of the topics and they have to ask a question for more information. Exercise. When do you exercise? How do you exercise? Where do you exercise? What exercise machines do you use? Play on my phone. Does she play on her phone? Yes, she does. No, she doesn't. What does she play on her phone? Where does she play on her phone? She plays on her phone while lying in bed. Put the students into groups of four and then take turns asking one another a question. Go for a walk. Who do you go for a walk with? Drink water. How much water do you drink? Once again, get feedback from your students. Tell me something your friend does. He drinks three glasses of water a day. Make sure to practice adding the S or ES for singular. We have to reinforce that with our students over and over again. Negatives. If you have plural, we, they, the students, I or you, then you say don't. If it's singular, he, she, the dog, it's doesn't. We don't like to work. The students don't want to study. The girl doesn't want to watch a movie. The boy doesn't sleep early at night. When you teach a lesson, you need a flow of energy. We started with a warm-up where the students are active and then we did a lecture where they are more calm. And you want to mix it up by having activities in between these lower energy sections. So now I'm going to ask the students, oh, quickly interview your partner. 
I want you to ask them three things that they like and three things that they don't like. I'll do an example on the board. What do you like? I like to play computer games. What don't you like? I don't like exercising. I also make sure to practice with the students. What sport do you like? I like football. What food don't you like? What don't you like? And I repeat myself sometimes so that they have more time to figure out an answer. What food don't you like? I don't like spicy food. Oh, what food doesn't she like? She doesn't like spicy food. So you write some examples on the board, you practice with the students, and now you give them time to quickly interview one another, finding out three things they like, three things they dislike, and then you ask them to tell us all one thing about their friend. What does your friend like? He likes meeting his friend. What doesn't your friend like? She doesn't like traveling in planes. After that, you can do the activity. All classes are different. Some are shorter, some are longer. But as a teacher, it is important to have additional material or activities planned. So with these worksheets, I have extra things that you can use if you need more time. Or you can even split this class into two lessons if you want. I've got a story that the students can read. I usually go around the class and each student reads two sentences. Then we do the comprehension together or they do it on their own and we check it afterwards. There is also a dialogue that two students can do together. I usually ask my students to do it once, then switch so that they can practice both roles. And then with the whole class, let's say there are 10 pairs. I tell the first five, okay, I want one person from each pair to play rock, paper, scissors. I want one loser and this group, one person from each pair, rock, paper, scissors. There are two losers. Okay, now we have the final. The losing team has to read it out loud. If you want to take it even further, you can ask the students to put in their own answers so that it works as a type of role play. I've also got 20 questions in there where the students can ask one another questions. So they take turns asking each other these questions. The final activity is a survey. The students have to write six different questions, walk around and interview six different people. Ask them the question, and a follow-up question. We need to practice follow-up questions with our students. Write some examples on the board. Birthday, hobby, music, movie, celebrity, vacation. You don't have to write down the whole sentence, but just the word to remember. So the students stand up and they walk around interviewing one person at a time. First, they write down their friend's name. Then they ask the question, what hobby do you like? I like playing piano. So they write down playing piano. Then they have to ask a follow-up question. Who, what, where, why, when. I usually practice this with the students beforehand. Who is your favorite composer? They might say, oh, I like Beethoven. They write down Beethoven, then go to a new friend to interview. Once everyone is done, I ask them to sit down and they have to tell me one thing about a person and they have to mention the additional information too. So they would say, my friend is Jenny. She likes playing piano. Her favorite 
pianist is Beethoven. If you want a weekly worksheet with a video and lesson plan, join the Etiquette membership down below.